0: out over it, we've got a
1: podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 192, Enlightenment. My name is John, and joining me every time, you know, maybe a lot of people in the world could use Enlightenment is... My good friend Taylor Taylor, hello, hey there.
0: and that is probably the most true thing we have ever said on this entire podcast.
1: yes, um we are recording this on June first um at about eight p m california p d t time yeah, uh things are not great, but I will ask you how you are doing anyway taylor
0: um I'm stressed, yeah man um. I'm, I'm not joking. Like while the kids were getting ready to go to bed tonight, I kind of was standing there by the couch and Amber was sitting on the couch. And I was just kind of like, I don't know, like I defocused or something. Like I just kind of stared off into space and she went, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, you know, everything. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, we have our health. Livermore is, uh, you know, pretty quiet uh,
1: same same in the valley um you know yeah
0: it sounds like there's folks out in like pleasant and dublin area um and other parts of obviously the bay area yeah um but for right now things are pretty quiet here um so i like i don't really have anything to complain about other than looking at the rest of the world and going and not even the rest of the world rest yeah. of the country and going what the flip is going on. I'm literally convinced, and I've, I know I've said it a few times, although not on the podcast. I think simulation is just trying to throw the craziest crap into the algorithm just to see what breaks.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's I been mean,
0: there. There was there was reports of a tiger
1: loose. Oh, it did was, you?
0: It was completely a false alarm. It wasn't really a thing.
1: Well, I'm not sure if the one that I believe it. Oh, man, I don't want to misquote where it was from. I mean, I guess that's my first message off the bat here. Make sure uh, you're fact checking yourself before you post something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And that goes for me. I posted something today that uh, turned out to not be from everything that is going on. I didn't tweet it because, you know, it was. A guy telling cops how dumb they were. So I mean, oh,
0: you know what? I saw that. Yes, and then I and I eventually went back and I looked at some of the comments, and they're like, "No, this isn't from what's going on right now." I was like, "Oh, huh,
1: But still, the message of that video seems. Uh, oh you know, yeah, yeah.
0: That is that is for true. Um, but I also I think it's I think it's worthwhile to take a moment here at the beginning of the episode and and say that we stand. Oh with and absolutely support um you know the black lives matter and absolutely um the protesting and um you know the calls for justice
1: yes absolutely um
0: as 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 much as basically two middle-class white dudes can
1: well um,
0: or should i mean we should yes absolutely. Uh, we it's absolutely
1: like- should the the <laughs> The thing is, I do my uh, my wrestling stream. This is, I mean, kind of a plug. I guess I do my wrestling stream with um, with two of my friends who are yeah, African American, yeah. and um, it is, and they are they are really good friends. Like you know, when you when you move down somewhere actually and uh speaking of that today is my two-year anniversary since moving you know when you move far away from somewhere you've lived for 30 something years it's uh it's it's kind of difficult to meet new people and meet you know and meet friends and they're two of my very good friends Mm -hmm. and just to see how this is affecting them is it's pretty heartbreaking and um anything and they said it to me because you know they said Unfortunately, you know, due to my privilege, people listen to me more than they would listen to them. Wow. So for us to, you know, as as we are, we need to speak up for them so it evens the playing field, hopefully, so everyone's voice is finally equal and matters. Yeah. Agreed. And I believe Neeson said all lives can't matter until black lives matter. So I think that's pretty powerful. And I think that pretty much that sums it up. I feel, um, yes, we, we support black lives matter. Um, and if you, you have a problem with that, I think you need to reevaluate, uh, how you think about things and probably not listen to us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we don't, we don't, we don't need people. We don't need people like that. If anything, we need to educate them and show them, I, you know, it's been, it's been a difficult, um, because it's just, I've been glued to, this is like Ferguson times a million.
0: Yeah. And it, it, it sounds like you guys are watching a lot of news. I'm honestly with kids in the house, I'm staying away from it as much as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I'm reading headlines and, and, you know, up on Twitter and stuff and it, it. Sorry, it's hard for me to put some of this into words because it is maddening, it is saddening, um, it is infuriating, it's exasperating. And sometimes when that happens, and I'm speaking just for myself here, is I will get quiet. Um, And I then worry sometimes, are people mistaking my quiet for not standing up and not speaking up? It's no, I'm, I'm processing stuff. I am dealing with stuff in my head before I say something. Um, because it's very easy for me just to get shouty and ranty and that doesn't really help the discourse.
1: Right. It doesn't.
0: Uh, and it's, you know, I will, i I'll admit, you know, if, if this had happened at a time before I had children, um, you know, I think I, maybe I wouldn't be as kind of quiet and pulled back because now I'm kind of looking at it, it's like, my God, look at this, look at what we're doing to this country. Our kids are already having to live through a pandemic. And now there's this. Um, Yeah, it is. It's just it's a lot to take in. And I am probably, you know, already going. I'm not probably speaking as best I could right now with stuff. But it is it's a lot to take in and it is a lot to deal with. But what you said, I think really nails it is that we we have a duty to speak up, to amplify those voices um, in an effort to achieve a greater equality,
1: yeah absolutely and it's you know it's we have to do anything we can do to um level the playing field make other people's voices as equal as ours because I mean that's the way it should be and I mean I like I like I was saying I usually the way I and we'll get into stuff that's making us happy this week because there's at least maybe one thing um but when I watch Doctor Who um I either watch it in one sitting or I watch it like um I split it up in, in halves and it's it was really hard today to finish uh Enlightenment, which we will get to. And it was even harder yesterday because you know there's a lot of there's a lot of protests going around, there's a lot of rioting and stuff like that, and it's just like hard not to get distracted from your distraction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been it's been a rough it's been a rough uh I mean, two days, three days, a weekend. It's just been very rough lately, but um uh, we thank you for joining us. So, before we start talking about enlightenment, we are going to talk about uh what is making us happy this week. It might be a little hard to find something considering the state of the world we are living in, but I guess I will go first, Taylor. Okay um and actually you know what i will just transition this into i had two synchronicities happen to me uh in the past weekend Mm -hmm. the first one i told you about um uh we uh, we usually go to um lauren's favorite restaurant texas roadhouse to go pick up a number of to-go steaks that we can cook at home and when i drove uh, 62 miles to that Texas roadhouse, I found out that not only were their restaurants open for dine-in, they were no longer doing the steak thing. Oh no. So I said, we need to find a local butcher or whatever. We need to find one and we need to go get some steaks this weekend. So I woke up, uh, I was checking my time hop. This was on Saturday and I found a status that didn't make any sense to me. It was just like, coming here one more time before I move. And I clicked on it to see where it was. And I checked in at um, LG Meats, which is yeah. a, a hands down one of my favorite places to get a sandwich from.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, the this, this superhero, I believe, is the sandwich I would get. Oh, love it so much. Anyway, I clicked on it to see what it was about. And one of my friends had replied to it and said... Oh, I forgot the name of the place. Doesn't matter. They said so-and-so place is a good replacement for when you move down to L.A. And I clicked on it, and it's four miles from our house. So we went there. That was pretty crazy, I thought. And then the other synchronicity, and also good news for me, is um, almost a year to the date that I moved to L.A., Mm -hmm. um, I I am getting the same exact job I had when I moved to L.A., around the same time it's like days i'd say maybe like two days apart um so i am employed once again um and thank you it's it's exciting it was a bit of a um a talk that we had to have because as everyone knows uh the um the stimulus that they give to unemployment um is gonna run out and with this uh man it's really hard not to get too political with with yeah. the people that are uh, making those decisions most likely not going to uh, renew that uh it was it, it seemed like it was a good time for me to be employed again just so moving forward i would have more than unemployment so i am i'm i'm back with the company i was working with when i moved down here originally and today was my first day and it was fun i had a fun fun day so you know, as, as fun of a day that I could have.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I, I, I thought about you in the sense of like, man, he's, he's got a commute home now and who knows what roads oh. are open
1: or no, 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 I'm at home. Oh, I think remote. I should have. I, yeah, it's remote. I should have, you know, okay. I didn't preface that on any, I think any platform, but it, this is a remote uh, job that I'm doing right now. So oh, gotcha. hey, I, yeah, I'm still at home. It's it's all good. Um they just sent out an email today. Actually it was pretty funny, cause I got the email that said, Here are our plans for reopening and I went, Oh boy. And it was like, We don't have any immediate plans. Yeah. But when ah. we do have a plans, this is these are the phases. So I was like, Okay, great. And also, um I believe tomorrow is is blackout Tuesday. Okay. Uh which um apparently my company is honoring, which is great. Um so I have a day off tomorrow. My friend I have one day and then I just have tomorrow off. Rad. Yeah. So it was it was a fun first day. I'm excited to to get into it. Um yeah, get to watch some some TV I haven't seen that I've been meaning to watch, but now I'm uh getting paid to watch it down and make sure everything's all good. Nice. Yeah. So that is what's making me happy this week. Well, good. Yeah.
0: Good. Um for myself, um man you know I I have to say I really love um, how capable my son has become in terms of like helping me with the bus mm-hmm. um, this past weekend I decided it was time to take out what might have been the original rear window seal oh so almost 50 years old
1: <laughs> oh geez
0: yeah um although I'm kind of not sure if it was or not because the rubber was not quite as rock hard and dry as I would have thought it would be. Um so I, I don't know. Anyway, it was time for a new rear window seal. Yes. Um and so Friday afternoon, you know, I basically go out after work and I, I cut all the the rubber out and um uh get him to kind of help push from the inside to kind of like break the glass loose from the rubber because sitting as long as it does it kind of gets stuck in place. Um, And then he got very interested in helping to kind of clean up some of the rust that had uh, built up. And yeah, it's just like any time I went out there to work on it, he was out there and and wanting to help with stuff. And Mm -hmm. it was really good. And he even helped get it put back in on Sunday. That's uh, awesome. Give my my hands some pretty decent rope burn uh, (laughs) because you you put like a piece of uh, uh, what we used a nylon string around the seal to kind of you pull the rubber kind of over the lip of the uh mm-hmm. the window frame to get it to seat and um yeah i don't know what i was thinking i didn't think to grab a glove Oof. or anything and i'm just yanking at this and it is. there's times where it was fighting me and so it's um yeah my my right hand pinky is still in, in a little bit of pain but it just it was nice it was nice to have him out there and uh wanting to help and capable which is which is great
1: that's awesome that's really cool yeah gotta find those moments people yeah gotta find the happy moments gotta celebrate them because yeah yeah absolutely because (laughs) it's it uh i mean not to be not to be a downer sandwich here but it's gonna get worse before it gets better and it's already pretty bad
0: yeah i'm pretty confident it's it's kind of get worse yeah. um between that and covid cases Yeah,
1: yeah man it's... and apparently uh, Ebola <laughs> I didn't really read about that but people I were talking don't about it
0: think that's popping up in America
1: Oh okay okay
0: No I don't I don't I think there's it was the Congo or West Africa or something where it's kind of rearing its head again
1: Woof All right well <laughs> we're almost <laughs> to enlightenment and unfortunately yeah. it's just a doctor who story and not real enlightenment, but uh, we're going to be talking about some who news now and uh, yeah. starting off with a bang.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. Um, this honestly, is, this is some big finish news and this is some big, big finish news um, because we are getting, I think it's ultimately three different adventures. Um, yes. It's the first of a trilogy. So um coming in um august of this year is the first volume of doctor who out of time and the first volume sees tom baker team up with david tennant to outwit the daleks
1: um so i just just to let everyone know what's happening right now uh i am um pre-ordering this right now
0: like literally as we speak. I'm, do,
1: I'm doing it right now. Go to check nice. out. It's happening. This is amazing. And they said it's going to be the first of three, correct?
0: Yes. And it is going to be different doctors teaming up in each adventure.
1: Man. So.
0: At least that is how I understand it. I'm looking to confirm that. But
1: they haven't yes, gotten.
0: A lot of exciting combinations yet to come. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they also, they haven't had any, Um, man, it would be great if they could get. Cause that's like, that's like old doctors, new monsters. It's like new doctors, old doctors.
0: Yes. Yes. I agree. Yeah,
1: man. That's going to be cool. I wonder what other combinations they would do.
0: Oh God. You you could do almost, almost anything.
1: Yeah, you could. I
0: I I, the mind boggles.
1: It does. I just, um, man, I wonder, I wonder if they could get another, uh, current doctor.
0: Boy, I not like
1: you know not like I'd say like Matt Smith or that's what I was thinking or Eccleston. I don't know if if Eccleston is up for it. I mean, he seems pretty back in it, happy about it. So we'll we'll see. I
0: I really and I really hope someday he does because that really would just make for some awesome adventures. Oh yeah,
1: that would be great. That would be amazing. Uh,
0: So yeah, my my wish list is growing exponentially. Thanks, Big Finish.
1: My payment Uh, has been confirmed. uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> wonderful we're we're for sure in august i'll just tell everyone now we're reviewing that At, that's okay, like sir. that's on the board for sure
0: I, w- I will have purchased it by then
1: yeah and we will have uh, run out of actual doctor who to do oh and we're still ne- awesome. i do have a job yes but taylor also you know he has had a job through and through this so we're going to continue to do this weekly because why not yeah it's fun it distracts us from as we've stated many times <laughs> else the terribleness that is happening anyway we got another cool this was a very cool thing that you oh shared with gosh. us i
0: was so excited when i saw this on twitter um, um the guys over at the metabilis two podcast one of them who i will call for sure a friend of the show because he hung out with us for most of gallifrey 1. yeah um they have designed and there will be a link in the show notes so by all means go check it out and you might be able to see it as our episode art uh, for this week they have designed a make your own target novel like cover generator
1: yeah guys this is amazing this is it like really the coolest thing and I salute them for for making this awesome awesome thing it's so great
0: it, it really is rad um you know you can load a picture in scale it um, for once portrait. Uh, not landscape works better, um, and <laughs> you can choose just the different Doctor Who logo. Do you want the neon of the Davison era? Do you want the diamond logo? You can change, you know, Doctor Who and the whatever. You can do your own title. You can do your own author, and then you can save it to your computer to share with friends or annoy your neighbors.
1: Yeah, or ma- into your neighbors are into Doctor Who, so right or to make into. Um, are we Are we still going to do that? make them into the picture yeah yeah
0: i mean we're definitely doing it for this episode we'll see if the mood strikes us for next episode who knows uh but but they are they're constantly improving it i've already gone back in a couple of times to do other ones just for fun i totally did a hell year themed one
1: um (laughs) yes you did
0: I, i can't complain greg newkirk liked it i'm happy so um um but they're making improvements to it um they're working on getting like the sylvester mccoy era logo oh you could do that and i just i just on a whim i was like all right so guys when when are we doing the uh virgin new adventure cover generator and they were like hmm we'll get back to you on that
1: (laughs) so if, if
0: they do eventually come up with a virgin new adventure cover generator you're welcome
1: Oh my goodness. So great. Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is fun. Go check it out. Go play with it. It, It's If you need some distraction, it's a great distraction. Um, Although, God, who knows, you could find some photos and politically charge it, but I, you know, it's up to you. It's up to you. you. Do what you
1: gotta do, I guess.
0: Do what you gotta do. Um, Okay, so our last bit of Who News does kind of relate uh, to the next Lockdown Who announcement, only because they overlap um so it looks as though and i've just seen news of this today um so i may not have a hundred percent of the details on it um they is a uh doctor who blackout um so this is uh supporting black lives matter um and all of that there there is going to be a four episode live tweet on uh saturday june 6th it's going to start at 10 a.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. um, and they are doing a number of modern uh, episodes. I know uh, the haunting of Villa Diodati. Um, I know Thin Ice is going to be done. Ghost
1: Monument uh, and Knock Knock. Ghost
0: Monument. Thank you, thank you, thank guys. you I, was, You're I knew I should have written those down rather than trusting my memory.
1: Well, you were uh, you uh, were halfway. good. You were good. Uh, I, I you probably there. would have got there if I had not uh, stepped in. I
0: might have gotten one more. I don't think I would remember all four <laughs> at the moment. Um, so, they, yeah, they're doing four episodes. Um, they're, they're picking episodes um, that have, um, um, you know, good representation of diversity, um, episodes that are fun. Um, they're doing a bit of that. So, that's happening. And at the same time, for at least, well, I guess half of that event, the final. Lockdown Who, is going to be happening. They're doing World Enough in Time, and then The Doctor Falls. Um, And that will also be June 6th, and it starts at 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Hashtag for that one is Black Holes and Revelations.
1: Yes, which is also a great uh, Muse reference.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Love that.
1: Shout out to Muse, great band.
0: Yeah, so yeah, if you're going to be a little conflicted as to what to watch on Saturday, I totally get it. Yeah,
1: got a lot, got a lot to do. Yeah, a lot of who. Yeah. Oh, you know what's in the, this isn't really who news. I forgot to I forgot to mention this. So hmm. HBO Max went live this week, right? Um, and all um all the I think almost all of the seasons of current who are on there, uh, okay. in in beautiful HD. Um, and my I when we uh released last week's episode i on facebook said if you're looking for something to do on lockdown and you haven't watched you know the over almost over the over 800 episodes that doctor who has what are you doing with your life and my dad when hbo max went live messaged me a picture of (laughs) of uh the the select screen where doctor who is and he, I think it said, let me pull it up because I was like, are you going to do it? And I don't think he actually. Uh, oh, where is it? Dad, where is this picture you sent me, man? Oh, I can't find it. What is this? Nonsense. There it is. Oh, he's in my phone. Oh, geez. Uh, he's in my phone is uh, John Pingle Jr., which I don't know what the heck that's about.
0: Time I think I
1: updated. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, oh, boy, 11 seasons of who? And I said, are you going to start watching it? And he said, I don't know. And sent the, like, thinking emoji. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eleven seasons would take some time. So, I mean, I think, I mean, my mom watched some of it. She didn't really watch a lot of it. I would be very interested to see if my dad would get into it. Yeah, no kidding. We'll see. I'll, I'll follow up and let you guys know. But um, now it is time to talk about
0: Enlightenment. Indeed.
1: Starring Peter Davison as the Doctor, Janet Fielding as Tegan, Mark Strickson as Turlow, <laughs> Linda Barron as Captain Rack, Valentine Dial as the Black Guardian, and Cyril Luckham as the White Guardian. It was written by Barbara Clegg, Clegg? Mm-hmm. and Clegg. Dire- directed by Fiona Cumming. It first aired March 1st and... Because we were doing that weird thing. yeah, uh, March 1st and march 9th 1983 and it is the fifth story of season 20 and we have a decent amount of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at tardis wikia
0: indeed yeah so we always love our original titles and the working titles yes. the original title for this story was the enlighteners okay yeah, yep. Yeah. Portions of Barbara Clegg's story were reworked by Eric Sayward because you know, he does that sometimes to fit into the Black right. Guardian trilogy, including substituting the two Guardians for her Enlighteners.
1: Oh, uh,
0: yeah, because there were no longer any Enlighteners. As such, the story was renamed Enlightenment.
1: Interesting. So, yeah. huh? So the whole subplot was was kind of entered with by uh, by Eric. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so he was like, "Hey, I, I we want to use this story, but we're going to make it the last part of this trilogy. Um so these characters you have that are trying to bring enlightenment, these enlighteners, um we're going to swap in the black guardian and the white guardian."
1: Huh. I wonder how it. far in the in the process they got before they were changed. I would I'd love to see what an enlightener I, looked like.
0: Yeah. I mean that that's a really good question if it's if it's anything like kind of how the Story writing process was done in the Cartmel area, uh, area, area. Oh boy,
1: era. <laughs> in his general uh, area.
0: I've only had water this evening, folks. You no, know, it seems like it's been a beer, but it's not. Um, um, you know, scripts were submitted, you know, and script ideas were submitted like well in advance of production and filming and all that. So it it may have been one of those things where. You know, she had submitted a script, obviously had no idea of this, this Black Guardian trilogy idea. Right. And they just kind of went, you know what, we we like the content of this, but we want to make it fit here. So we need to tweak it some.
1: Huh. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. <clears throat> so every story during season 20 had the doctor face an enemy from each of his past incarnations. I did not know this. Oh. In this. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. In this, yeah in this trilogy the enemy obviously was the black guardian who last faced the fourth incarnation at the
1: conclusion of the
0: key to time saga which we have done um and that kind of makes sense you know being the anniversary year
1: yeah that that does i'm i'm just looking it up right now you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i just wanted to wanted to see so the black the black guardian um who else do we have is omega is not in this season
0: is he um no I don't think so.
1: Hmm. That's very interesting. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah.
0: Um, now, we noticed it when we were reading off our, our, our cast and crew. This is the first Doctor Who production to have been both written and directed by women. Uh, Barbara Clegg and Fiona Cumming, respectively. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: absolutely.
0: Uh, the second time this happened was The Witch Finders. And wow. at this step, we also had a female doctor
1: wow yeah that is insane yeah you know i was gonna ask before we went on air because i don't read the show notes but that's amazing
0: totally is that's well yeah i know we need it more we need it more people
1: yeah we we do need it a lot more especially because the the only two times it has happened uh in doctor who it's been pretty great Mm -hmm. come on now
0: not only that it's also been blonde doctors hmm
1: Oh, hmm, very interesting.
0: (laughs) Although the dialogue in which he gives the information is inaudible, the script or lip reading his initial message makes it clear that the White Guardian's mission is for the doctor to stop Captain Rack from winning the race, which would have devastating consequences for the whole universe. Oh, no. As it often does.
1: As, as As it usually does.
0: Although, come to think of it, you know, Enlightenment, this story being a bit of a race, there is a little bit of a Ghost Monument vibe to it in some ways.
1: Just a little bit, yeah. A
0: little bit. I mean, not quite the same, but, yeah, just thinking out loud about that. Anyway.
1: All right, Taylor. uh, We are almost there, but we do have a world-famous synopsis from you, so take it away.
0: Indeed, indeed. The Dr. Tegan and Turlo land on what appears to be an Edwardian-era ship. Well, it is but it's in space, you know, as you do. Our team finds themselves as part of a race between a bunch of Eternals who are cosplaying as seagoing types and borrowing humans from throughout time in order to achieve enlightenment. But who set the race in motion? The answer will, not surprisingly, be enlightening.
1: Oh boy, oh boy. So, um, <laughs> so we're going to try and be as plentiful as this, but I'm going to try and pep up here a little bit. <laughs> uh what, what overall feelings taylor what did we think of enlightenment um it,
0: it was good um i don't know that i'd, I'd call it great mm-hmm. um but it was very good it was enjoyable it, it it very much at least for me had kind of a slow burn start right um that got a lot better toward the end
1: um i think i would agree with that the slow burn start and i mean we'll we'll talk about um Some of the the choices they make, I guess, with with their their cliffhangers here. I thought the first two were pretty great. uh, But I think overall feelings, I, yeah, I thought this was a good story. I didn't think it was, like, the best story I've ever seen. I thought there were a lot of interesting ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought there were a lot of great sets in this, which we will talk to. We'll get to in a second here. Like, the sets in these were blowing my mind. And I think that's... I think that's back to back stories where I've just been like, "Wow, we really did a lot of work on these sets." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say say it's a good story. Not, I'd say like if I really wouldn't would it be in my top thirty stories? Probably, I okay. think. I think <laughs> thirty sounds like a like good to me. Not top twenty, I think top thirty. It, it was a lot of fun, and um, yeah, man, I, I think the first thing I want to bring up. It's not on our list, but you told me to bring it up, so I'm going to bring it up right now. Okay. There is a character in this. Uh, He's played by uh, Christopher Brown. His name's Mariner.
0: Yes, Mr. Mariner.
1: And how he has not played uh, Ingrid Cold at some point is beyond me. Yeah. This dude, yeah, he has like the smile.
0: Yeah, he does. That that's really funny that you you brought that up because throughout the story he is like uh, in my in my 21st century sense is really not you know respecting Tegan's boundaries.
1: No, absolutely not. And I mean, we like, can we horrible, here drink this drink. What's in it? Yeah. It'll make you feel better. That is the biggest red flag of them all. Yeah, he is yeah. like the thing the thing about it is uh we all know no means no and this dude is uh he needs to go.
0: Well, look, I mean, I and I'm not not by any means justifying it, but you know, being an eternal and 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 getting uh, uh enamored with an ephemeral. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he looks at the universe in a different way. It does not justify for us. No anything so <laughs> don't mistake me <laughs> no but, but as soon as you said man how has this guy not played injured cold and i'm like oh god i yes i could see that
1: yeah i could definitely see that he has the smile he has it's uh it's very he's very creepy he too this
0: almost, yes this this kind of um um
1: otherworldly kind
0: of, yes yeah kind of creepiness to him which is which is something that is is described very much with injured cold i don't know how much the the mothman legend has made it over uh to england especially in the in the 80s
1: <laughs> i don't know i have no idea
0: go back and snatch that actor out of that point in time
1: he, oh my goodness that would be so great so uh, let's um so we land and we think we're on a boat and we got to talk about these boat sets because like I said, a lot of work went into these, and it showed, yeah, um a lot of wood paneling um it just felt like vast and very big, mm-hmm. it felt like a big production, and I think I said last time I'm like, well, I know where all their effects went into was the yeah. or where all their their budget went into was these sets, and it felt like that w- way again this time, um. Yeah, I just really was, I was really enamored with how, how great everything looked on this. Like when they go into the, um, where all of the, um, the workers are.
0: Yes. Like and
1: quarters. where the crew is and I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Like this is a full on like bunk and it felt like very, very squished together with the table in the middle and 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 then they go down man, so much woodwork going on here and i mean the other thing i could talk about for hours is more on the special effects side is the big reveal of when they are not actually on a ship at sea oh <laughs> and speaking of that the bo- the boat rocking effect was great
0: yeah they did very well with that
1: and that dining room was amazing as well all wood panel again um but felt very lived in it was great and when we get the big reveal that we're not on an actual ship we're on a spaceship that just looks like a ship every single one of these shots of old timey boats floating in space were fantastic i loved every single one of them
0: just just the whole concept of 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 taking an antiquated seagoing vessel and putting it in the you know the inky ocean of space it's 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 an idea that's been done before like i've seen it done yeah. in novels but to to have it on the screen and and rendered as well as it is it really is impressive
1: oh they did such a good job with it and i i would actually have they redone this for blu-ray I would love to see this redone uh, for Blu-ray. I don't
0: think we have a season twenty Blu-ray. Season nineteen, yes.
1: I would love to see those ships in as as good of HD as they could.
0: That would be really cool. Oh,
1: because it looks so cool at, in you know in standard def. I guess less than standard def. If you if you really think about it.
0: <laughs> VHS def.
1: VHS def. Yes. I and man, yeah. I. Uh, Absolutely love it. It's so good. And we, we're on this ship, and we are with some people who seem kind of weird, uh, and we find out that we are on a ship full of Eternals, and I think we, we just need to talk about the overall idea of the Eternals, not Marvel's Eternals. Mm-hmm. But um, they are, you know, eternal, obviously. And uh, they live outside of our time and space i believe yes and it's they can read minds and i think also create stuff correct yes and yeah. i think that's a real like they are they are the oop beings of this universe for sure they are very overpowered uh they have a lot of like I mean, you can create things. That they're they're telepathic and they can create things and they live forever. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But I do love the idea that the Eternals get bored. I I think that's my favorite thing. Is they're just kind of bored, and that's why they have they weren't humans, right?
0: Were they humans? No. Right. Yeah.
1: What were they called again?
0: Oh, the Ephemerals.
1: The Ephemerals.
0: The Ephemerals are humans.
1: Oh, so the, yeah, yes. Yeah. So they have they have the humans there to. Um, help them in their their only form of entertainment which is a race in space which uh they the doctor puts together there needs to be a prize if you're just racing you're not just racing for the glory of it and you know we the the end game is is enlightenment so basically knowing everything that way you will never get bored again which i I thought was great that's a great um a great storyline a a being that lives forever is eventually going to get bored well what are they going to do when they get bored and then i I loved it i thought that was great and we did talk about uh mariner a little bit earlier and i guess you know it makes sense that he would be enamored with with tegan um because she is in ephemeral and and he liked how her mind worked and it was you know it was another interesting twist albeit very creepy um (laughs) But oh, and his farewell was absolutely hilarious because she wants nothing to do with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, she she wants him just
1: and like, she's far like. Away possible, I think he's like help me, and she's like, nah, I am good. <laughs> and then he just disappears. Yep, um, reaching out to her too. I think yes, reaching out, hands touching hands. Um, <laughs> we need to talk about these spacesuits the Eternals wear because. Much like last week, these were amazing.
0: Yeah, this is a design I really would have loved to see come back at some point in Doctor Who. Um, They're not the giant uh, uh, space helmets we had last week. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. These were, um, it was weird because they had like a black leathery base, like a bodysuit.
0: Almost like a wetsuit of some kind.
1: Yes, almost like a wetsuit. And then um, a different colored, um, like, body harness and uh, helmet. Yeah. And it had, like, the back part, the part that would rest on your back kind of protruded out a little bit. Same with the front. They look very cool. There was never really a good, like, clean shot of them. That you could see everything, but yeah. these these were amazing. Whoever designed yeah. these um thumbs up for sure really enjoyed these. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed them. Uh I'm trying to think of what else about the Eternals that I could talk about. I think that's really that's really it. Well, that's our show. Um, yeah, well, what the,
0: um <laughs> I just I think it's funny that like even when Even when like the doctor realizes that they can read minds, he literally goes and says, you know, don't bring up the TARDIS. Don't think about the TARDIS. Well, you just mentioned it. You're obviously going to start thinking about it and then cut to the Eternals are like, oh, this TARDIS thing.
1: Oh, we
0: need to find this. And it's like, oh, my God.
1: Yes. Don't think about it.
0: Come on. Think about the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or something
1: don't think about it you're thinking about it think about the state of marshmallow man oh no i do love i did love that they they want to give him back the tardis and he's like all right where is it and they've hit it in his mind which i thought was very cool
0: yeah that was a nice little twist
1: i went oh that's interesting um we talk about these cliffhangers because but the thing is like now that i remembered they're doing two parts back to back i mean it's i think it still has the oomph to it oh sure I mean the, the the first cliffhanger is the reveal that we are actually in space
0: which I loved. I loved that.
1: I thought it was great. As soon as you see like him move the um, the wooden box to reveal like metal paneling, everyone's like, "Wait a minute."
0: Oh yeah, well, like when they, they they flip up something at the helm and all of a sudden it's electronics and it's like beep bloop bloop bloop. Beep, yes. Bloop and it's like oh okay now we're getting
1: intriguing i really i really enjoyed that i thought that was a good little um end uh, end of an episode i guess not really a cliffhanger i'd say season or season two part two <laughs> was the bigger uh bigger cliffhanger oh definitely where tyrolo's just like all right i'm jumping ship
0: yeah being driven a little mad by the black guardian like what saying you know you're you're doomed you're gonna spend doomed. your life stuck on this ship
1: yes and, and he jumps and which is crazy and that's the end of part two and i will also say just mentioning the black guardian we <laughs> i might need to clip him laughing um because okay. his laugh is absolutely ridiculous and the fact that every time he laughs he fades away is just like my favorite exit of a villain ever. It's so funny. Are we are we thinking of a new soundboard? Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I would I would like to have that sound for sure. I don't know if we would ever use it, but maybe when something particularly evil happens we could use it.
0: You tell me which laugh, like which episode. You give me a time code, and I'll, I'll I'll grab it for
1: you. It'll definitely be after. I think it was in episode two when the Black Guardian uh is ch- chokes Turlo and throws him to the ground. And is like <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, fades, fades yes. away. Yes, love it. Um, and I know. Speaking of Turlo, I mean, let's just talk about Turlo. He when he jumps ship, right. it's like oh my goodness. But I will say the um. The music he plays when he's that plays when he's floating in space is amazing. I really loved it.
0: They might be trying to make up for the fact that the CSO of him floating in space is.
1: oof. (laughs) Yeah, it's not great. I mean, if anything, that was probably the worst. Some of the worst graphics, I think, in this episode for sure. Um, but yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Turlo here. We've we traveled with him a little bit. He's being tortured by the Black Guardian. And does Turlo become a sympathetic character in this story? And I don't know, but I'm leaning towards not really.
0: I see I brought up this question because I I felt like at a point um and I hadn't even gotten all the way through all four episodes. Um, But I felt like at a point you could see that he he was being so kind of um, beat upon by the Black Guardian.
1: Yes. I Uh, mean, he's essentially been tortured by this, the Black Guardian for many episodes.
0: Yeah. And 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 he's you know, we've seen plenty of instances where he has been, you know, conflicted enough. So that, that at least says to me that somewhere he knows the right thing to do right or he has you know some sensibility of what is right and what is wrong yeah um and so i was kind of leaning toward the well okay maybe i'm feeling a little sympathetic right toward Turlo. but i feel like the more we get into like later episode three and definitely episode four he seems ready to be like um this this doctor here he's he's your spy I want to be on your crew because I don't know. You've got a nice corset or curly hair. I don't
1: know. So yeah, the thing about that is when he he uh, essentially turns heel on the doctor in front of the doctor's face. Yes. It and then the doctor's like, I think he's just he's he's trying to pass a test to give himself up to so he so I can save him. But here's the thing about that is we're dealing with Eternals. Mm-hmm. And what we've we've stated about them is they can read your thoughts. So everything either either Turlo was the the smartest mind to ever live, which <laughs> he's not. Bingo. Because how would he trick um the captain that entire time? Yeah. How would that happen? And I, I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't think it would. So he was probably being well, he was being truthful in that, I believe.
0: By the rules established by the show, you know, by the plot, I, I would agree with that. Unless for some reason it is an absolute plot hole.
1: <laughs> it could be.
0: Where it's like, oh, yeah, they can totally read minds. And it's like, but they're just not choosing to right now. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I can't really let that fly.
1: Yeah. I will also say, he, you know, shout out to our doctor who's staring a hole through Turlo uh, through the back half of this. God, yes. Uh, just doing some great silent acting, just staring at this dude, just being like, what have I done? Yeah. Especially he's like, I want to go home.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. The the This might be one of my least favorite endings of an episode. Oh, it's very bad. It's just.
1: <laughs> I mean, it tells us where we're going, at least.
0: Well, it tells us we're going to Earth. We know that much. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Turlo just being a complete whiny brat and the Doctor just kind of like deadpan and going, eh, why not?
1: I'm surprised they didn't throw any more shade at Adric when this was happening.
0: Oh my God, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> the doctor probably is going, you know what? I really should have just let you float off into space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should have just, uh, yeah, put you in a ship that exploded.
0: Yes, yes, and uh, let let's just let's just recognize the fact that even though that they smashed that jewel that was in uh, uh, uh Tegan's tiara, there's no way they could have picked up literally every little piece. But that's just me being nitpicky. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we had a really good dustbuster. Yeah, on that carpet. But I like that was a nice little twist. It was like, oh God. We smashed it. We didn't break it. We made more. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, 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 that that was kind of smart.
1: Yeah. I will also say, since I mentioned uh, our doctor, there's a moment in part three where we go to because Trillo has been kidnapped by by space pirates. Yar. And then the space pirates are like, come have a fancy dinner with us. And everyone goes over and the doctor It's just a great little aside bit because I don't think he has any dialogue in this where he looks at the table and it has celery on it. And then he like slowly looks at his celery and (laughs) (laughs) and then takes some new celery and replaces the old celery, which I thought was very funny.
0: Yes, that that was that was a very was a very nice piece That's just a, a bit of levity in the midst of all this, because, yes, why not have a fancy dinner party? In the middle of a race.
1: Yes. And again, another thing I'm noticing about um, about five here is he and 10 wear very similar colored shoes.
0: Yes. Yes, they do.
1: You know, as, as we all know, D- David Tennant's doctor was Peter Davidson. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Taylor, you you all, I kind of, uh, I, I took your your question that you posed. Okay. So I will let you deliver the next question.
0: Um well, <clears throat> seeing as how we have um at this point the the first Doctor Who story um done uh written and directed I should say by a female team mm-hmm. um, do we feel like the story itself differs greatly from a story that either has an all male writing and directing team or you know a female writer and a male director or a male writer and a female director uh, do we feel like things just uh come across differently
1: um i don't i don't think so i mean i don't think i knew any information about who you know because as i said everything has been crazy i don't i don't i didn't really read who was writing and directing it um it kind of felt like i don't want to say business as usual um but I don't. I don't think it felt. Um, it didn't really. Uh, I don't think it differed. I don't think, unless I'm missing something.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm. I'm not entirely sure myself. It. It did, but I. I get your business as usual. It. It did feel like <clears throat> a proper Doctor Who story that fit within. You know everything that we know. Um, you know I, I. 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 think, and I'm. And I'm. I'll, I will. 100 percent admit that i'm making assumptions when i say this but um i i have to wonder because because of you know tegan does such a very clear job of really not wanting to be around mr mariner
1: you know what that's you know that's actually um a very good point and i
0: i can see that coming from
1: and tegan remains yeah she remains firm in her stance against this to the point where I think, doesn't she, like, center herself so he can't read her thoughts anymore? Yes. Which is an amazing scene where he's like, what are you doing? I don't... Oh. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you know what? Yes. I feel like it did differ in the fact that Tegan remains strong throughout this uh, and didn't waver and didn't, like, you know, be like, doctor, I'm also leaving you and I'm going to stay with this creepy guy who gives me drinks.
0: <laughs> well, and not... Not to mention the fact that at one point Mariner is basically saying like, you know, I need you, you complete me. Yes. You know, how many times have guys tried to ingratiate themselves into a lady's graces by saying exactly that kind of thing. That that just feels to me. And again, I could be completely wrong. I could be way off the mark here, but that feels to me like, um, you know Barbara Clegg is sitting there being like oh here i'm going to make this one character and uh, i remember this one time that so and so said i'm just going to have him say this you know i um, mean
1: i could see that you know right right from too. your experiences right? Correct. and um yeah i mean this that dude is basically the embodiment of oh i i know what she wants and she you know she'll want this and yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Literally, basically every every bad guy in a bar who is trying to pick you up.
1: Yes, with a drink that you didn't see poured. <laughs> Precisely. Woof. Yeah. yeah, you know what? You're yeah. It did did differ greatly by by having a female writer and director for sure, and it's it shines through with Tegan for sure being a strong female character throughout this, mm-hmm. having to deal with this uh, chauvinistic dude. The entire time. Yes. So, yes, it did differ. There we go. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because at first my business as usual, I was like, I don't know if that sounds right. But there we go. See, see, everyone, when you have a conversation, sometimes you can work through some things and come out better (laughs) on the other side. It's amazing. The more, you know, the more, you know.
0: Uh, speaking of Tegan, we get her in this really fancy dress.
1: Yeah, man, power three. dress
0: in episode three. Yeah, totally power dress, bodices and corsets for everyone. Um, lots of lace, and I, you know, I've seen this episode before, not in, not in a long time. Um, but looking at it now, there is no way that that is Tegan's actual hair.
1: Oh, they, she you has think to wear a
0: wig? wig. She's got to be wearing a wig. Her hair in the rest of the episode is a different color and way too short to huh. be teased up into that. I'm I am no stylist by any means. I could be proven wrong, but
1: <laughs> looking at it I'm
0: like no, no, I don't believe it. I believe it's a wig. Now, I don't know that they're trying to pass it off as a wig. Right, right. They could be trying to pass it off as like, no, that's actually her hair. I just believe that it they used a wig.
1: <clears throat> I do, I will also, I bet she went to them and was like, can you get me out of this freaking thing that I've been wearing?
0: And I stopped wearing this damn boob too.
1: Please, yes. please. <laughs> they were like, yes. Also, you're going to turn down this man multiple times. <laughs> Don't worry. He's terrible. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Yeah. All right. I mean, do you have anything? There was one moment I, I think in, uh, it might've been in part two. Yeah. I was in the middle of part two where they show like the stock footage of I don't even know what it was. I think it was supposed to be the 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 side of a planet. I it looked really rough. They were using oh, it as a transition. Okay. And it was so bad. I was like, "Oh, this was <laughs> not great." I'm trying to think if there's anything else that um that I really really Oh. <laughs> well, Turlo is faced with the choice cuz they're like, "Oh, Turlo, you can be enlightened."
0: Oh yes, and he's yes, like, "Oh,
1: nice. he's super fascinated by it." And he, I think he doesn't he say like, "I could sell this." Uh-huh. I think he says something like that, and the black Guard, <laughs> the black guardian, says, "Oh, um, you can either, yeah, you can have that, or you can murder the doctor." <laughs> and Turlo, I mean, ultimately makes the right decision. By uh, rejecting enlightenment and also somehow lighting the Black Guardian on fire.
0: Yeah, dude, he like burns up and, and
1: disappears,
0: appears as he tends to do.
1: And then turtle's like, I want to go home. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's how this ends, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I love the fact that their finish line is just a giant space chandelier.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: that thing is so cool.
1: Yes. Um. All right. Do you have anything else?
0: I, I do actually. We need to take a moment and recognize the fact that Captain Rack was uh, finding way to ways to uh, destroy the competition by using the CBS logo.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness! This this <laughs> this room, um, the vacuum shield. I love the the giant <laughs> sign that says "Vacuum Shield
0: letters. Off." Massive letters.
1: Yeah. And I believe she she uses that room not only to, I I assume, shoot lasers at people, um, but also, what did they say? Why is it open to space? Because it gets better transmission or something like that?
0: It's something like that, yeah. 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 She, like, channels, literally, like, channels darkness.
1: Yes, which is awesome. Very, very <laughs> metal. Very metal. Very. Oh, Rack was great, too. She, yeah. she, she, she had a great, like, villainous... Mm-hmm. Oh, there were a lot of maniacal laughs in this story as well. Yeah. Like from her and from the Black Guardian. Just They're just having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> having, a, <laughs> having a good old time. All right, I'm going to hit the button.
0: All right. Gathering clothes, it's time for the Behind the Coast. Here.
1: <laughs> All right, what are we thinking here? I don't think there was, it was just like... Not scary at all.
0: No, no, it's it's not really scary. I don't think there's any, like, horrible deaths. I mean, yeah, you get some ships blowing up, but even that, it's, you know, it's clearly a model. Yes. Um, it, and, you know, not only that, but the story itself, even though it's part of a trilogy, it's pretty self-contained.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I think that's that could kind of go for all three of them. Like the, uh, in a lot of ways. The subplot is, like just sub is bolded and underlined because it's it's super (laughs) like it's it's there but it doesn't really affect anything else that's kind of going on in a huge way i feel Mm -hmm. i mean i guess it does dictate where they go a couple of times but i don't know that's yeah
0: so i mean i don't i don't i think i think they could see this story without needing to see the other two parts right First. And so they could be like, Oh, here's this great space race.
1: <laughs> space you know? race.
0: And here's these, you know, here's these weird people with birds on their heads.
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the birds. I oh my never goodness. Of that. goodness. Even the white
0: guardian's got one.
1: Oh yeah, he's got like a little dove, something going on there. I don't know. It yeah.
0: Feeds it every every evening.
1: <laughs> All right. So next time, which is next week still. Don't worry. We're still here. Yep. Uh, we we're continuing on the Turlo train
0: <laughs> unintentionally. I had picked a different story, and then with you starting your new job, I was like, "Um, dude, I just picked a six pointer. Are you sure we we should do that?"
1: <laughs> we're gonna ease into it and see how how I can manage my time here. Yeah. Um. So next time we are going to be watching uh, the episode after this, the King's Demons, and I almost said Damons.
0: Oh, different story.
1: <laughs> yes, The King's Demons, starring Peter Davidson as the Doctor, Janet Fielding as Tegan, Mark Strickson as Turlo, and it was directed by Terrence Dudley and directed by Tony Virgo. So uh, does that close out this season? Um,
0: I think so, yes, because right after The King's Demons, you get the five Doctors as the children in the Holy next special. Holy
1: moly. Season. We are just checking boxes here. We're just filling in. If we had a map of the United States, we would just fill in another another state that we had visited fully.
0: Pretty much, and I don't think. Does that mean we've done all of season twenty?
1: Um, uh, season twenty Doctor Who. It might have. Let me check here.
0: Let's see. Arc of Infinity. We've done Snake Dance. We've done Modern Undead. We've done Terminus Enlightenment. King Day. We will have done. Yeah. Black Orchid. Urshock. The only one we haven't done is Time Flight. Oh, what uh... a. If that is season no no time flight is season nineteen. I think. No
1: season twenty is yeah we've done we've done everything in season we did uh modern undead yeah we did yep terminus enlightenment this yeah kings kings demons will um will round it out okay so we will have completed season twenty season twenty after this
0: yeah
1: this is crazy
0: because right. right, time flight was part of the season nineteen
1: box yeah okay yeah 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 yep. so weird we're just. Oh, oh. It's very strange just to be like, all right, well, we've completed another one. <laughs> crazy. So crazy. But um, until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at J.P. Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter
0: at BlueBoxUFO.
1: Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. And also, because once again... I forgot to do this at the top of the episode. You can also subscribe to If Memory Serves, oh, yes. which just released a new episode today.
0: Brand new episode.
1: Taylor, what are we talking about?
0: Uh, we are talking about our cassette tape memories oh, from our childhood. Not just uh, uh, albums, mm-hmm. but you know, weird stuff like uh, um, Halloween sound effects. Yes. Uh, Read along books, mm. uh, uh, some of that Garrison Keillor like Wobegon stuff.
1: Nice. Did my uh, did my memory make the cut?
0: Uh, no, because we had finished the episode <laughs> by that point. Uh, but yeah, we. I, I should have stuck that in as our as our outro.
1: New, the Newsies cassette tape the was Newsies one of the memories tape. I had the most of yeah. listening to that in in the car from the movie, the Disney movie Newsies. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, go check that out. It's it's uh iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud as well. Um let's uh if you have a independent artist friend, support them. Also, I mean, go donate money to um I don't have any off the top of my head, any any Black Lives Matter stuff. Find yeah, something donate find to that
0: or um you know, if 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 there is a um like a, a black independent artist or a black owned business, uh, yes, you know, support them as well, especially in this time. Um, don't worry about us.
1: Yes. Do not worry we'll about us. Here. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So join us again next week for episode 193. The March yeah. to 200 is on and we will be talking about the King's demons and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya.
0: and literally the moment i get out of parents room after you like singing to him again and echoes door opens and i'm like are you kidding me and she's like my tooth just came out i'm like oh my god
1: <laughs> what